0: G'day and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio, your bloody one-stop shop for everything gaming. Um great to have you here. My name's Captain Perth, I'm one of your illustrious hosts and alongside me is my good friend the big Timbo Grizzly Gaming 86, aka the man who can't catch covid. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, not too You're like fucking
0: Ellie off The cat Last cat. of Us, mate. you you just got the natural immunity. If I ever see you again, mate, I'm going to be selling you on the black market.
2: De- I, think, I saw Eric write something there saying that they're going to get my blood and put it into tubes for the next COVID vaccine cap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't fucking happen, mate, because, well, <laughs> I think you're going to be a bit cooked if that's the case. There's not going to be enough for you to go around. Uh, but, Grizz... How you been, mate? What's the what's
2: the go, my fam? All right. Well, let me fill you all. Let me fill you in, caps. So I think pretty sure, dude. Last episode we had my wife literally tested positive the day before. So yes. Um. um so a bit of an update for for people and and for people at home is I've got three kids, three daughters, and we all tested negative all week, every day, negative, negative, negative. We Went to go send them to school this morning. Um, negative, and then all three of them came down with symptoms during the day and came home and all tested positive. So I've now got um, my youngest daughter, actually. If I have to go very quickly today, I apologise. She's running a real high fever at the old, what is it, 30-something? So may have to potentially go. So, yeah, big big COVID in the grizzly household at the moment. So far I'm symptom-free and, and testing negative, PCR negative, but, um, yeah, just kind of... Day by day at the moment for me, Capo, day by day. Oh, I can't hear Cap. Can you hear Cap, Pav?
1: Sorry, I just realised I had my microphone on mute.
0: <laughs> cool guy. I'm, I know how to podcast. Yeah, no, I was saying, Grizzly, um, ha, surely it's hours until you test positive.
2: I don't... Dude, I don't know how... How can, can you not
0: you... test positive? There's like three confirmed cases in your household, <laughs> all of which, yeah. you know, you you, you know, like your you, you close family contacts, you know? How does it not happen? I don't get it. I don't understand well, dude, the mechanics apparently of you this.
2: Can, apparently you can go between four and 14 days before you start showing symptoms. Man, that's
0: crazy, isn't it?
2: Unbelievable. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah, dude, I, I'm pretty much going to opt to try to work from home now until... I mean, it's just hard enough, like... Having cho- young children with temperatures and not feeling well, all hands on deck. But I spent this whole week, tr- you know, obviously my wife was in ISO, so she couldn't do the school drop and stuff, Cap, so I was doing school drop and then... You must have been my, a busy yeah. freaking boy the last <laughs> yeah, few busy days, boy, mate. Yeah. Holy Tell shit. Tell you what, man, it sucks not having a wife. Give you give me that one, Capo. <laughs> <laughs> she does a lot in the day. Oh, like, dude, yeah, absolutely. Just, just Shout to out to all, all the done. wives
0: out there just being freaking legends. Um, well, yeah, that fucking sucks, Chris, and I hope that um, all the fam recovers well and um, you guys get through it safely. Um, Jeez, yeah. What about for you? you, what buddy.
2: about you, Capo? What's happening with you, mate? What's, what's
0: uh, your Well, not an awful lot, mate. What do I do on the weekend? Uh, um, oh, I had a whiskey night on Saturday night. Um, got very, very, very pissed. Um, we drank what, a lot uh, what, of whiskey.
2: You didn't tell me about this. What what selections of whiskey are we talking here, kevin So
0: all of us brought a bottle, and I brought a bottle called Amrut, which is like an an Indian whiskey that was like third best whiskey in the world, of like probably 2017 or something like that. And it's it's a fucking ripper, just perfectly balanced, like my good self. All the all the right notes. Again, like my good self. Um, but we had a bunch of other ones. Um, the standout one was a Glenfiddich that was aged in an IPA barrel. And can I just say, it's probably one of my favourite whiskies I've ever had. Really? Very interesting. Quite unique, how, yeah. How
2: much are we talking per bottle for these bottles of whiskey? Well, man,
0: I, know the, I don't know what the Amarok goes for, but it's probably pushing 200 bucks. I got it as a present for my 30th. Um, Ooh. Yeah, that so that delicious, one. Man. I think the IPA cask was like uh 110 or something so you know not super ridiculous out of control prices um for that one but um you know and we had a few other interesting ones um, a couple of my mates are on a subscription service to this um, whiskey club um, that you, you get a whiskey sent out every month or something and you can opt in or out and so they've opted into the last couple of months and they kind of bought their hoard of um bits so and pieces
2: how many bottles of whiskey were consumed capo
0: Oh, dude. I think we had... Uh, well, we had a lot. I can't even fucking remember, in all honesty. Dude. <laughs> I was that pissed. I was yeah. so maggoted. Um, I do remember there was one whiskey, though, and it, taste, like, it tasted great on the start, and then as it kind of finished, um, you know, you had the acidity come through and like, the kind of like alcohol burn, and then you kind of... It was like a... It was a Bushmills something or other, and it, it was like a, like a special wooded australian oak thing and it tasted at the end kind of like um you know when you walk past a restaurant out the back and it kind of smells like they've just dumped heaps of cleaner in the in the um in this in the sewer out the back and then all the smells just fucking bubble up and it's just like kind of clean but also very much not clean It ta- it tasted like that yeah
2: dude that sounds terrible why would you want to drink that
0: dude well this is the thing right they didn't get that taste. Whereas I was like, this is fucked guys. How are you you drinking this? Yeah." And I even tried, so I was like, oh, maybe it's my glass. So (laughs) I tried a different glass, one with ice, one without. And I was like, there's something wrong with this whiskey boys. What the fuck? How are you guys? And they're like, this is the best whiskey I've ever had. And I'm like, it literally tastes like a fucking drain.
2: Okay, an example of this is there's a herb that some people coriander. An yeah, coriander. Coriander, prime example. For some people coriander tastes like soap, right? And to some people, it tastes delicious, like coriander, like me. Yeah,
0: we we had this discussion on the night, very pissed, mind you. Uh, but we de- we decided that it must have been one of those kinds of things where I've managed to get this like Garbo drain cleaner, <laughs> fucking taste out of it. And, um, was it actually
2: yeah. real foul? Was it capped? Like-
0: Dude, for me, it was. It was to the point where I couldn't drink it. It was almost like bleach that had been swilled around in the back drain <laughs> and just like poured in the glass. Honestly, it tasted horrible. And it was. It was more kind <laughs> of like the aromatics of it, less so the taste. So. Once it started to kind of like settle after you drank it, you kind of got like all the the mouthfeel stuff and like the aromatics and then I was just like, Mm. oh God, finished it though. Don't you worry about that.
2: Still finished my drink. Still got got alcohol in it, right?
0: Exactly right. But other than that, mate, didn't do an awful lot. I slept most of the day on Sunday. Um, Oh, we had um, our 20-week scan um, for the baby Mm. on um, Saturday morning, which was really freaking cool. So I think um, I've seen you post a
2: picture. You yes, can see I did. the five fingers, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Cap?
0: Yeah, yeah, Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, everything looking all really good. Um, all the vitals, all that kind of shit, you know, everything's growing well. Um,
2: is he going to be... Yeah. Do you know... Because they have like a... Give you a percentile usually on how long and all that kind of stuff. Is he looking to be a tall little little fella yet? Or yeah, so
0: all the, all the deets were sort of saying upper 50th percentile. But the thing is... Like, between zero to 20 weeks, you're kind of in this, like, curve. Like, if you imagine, like, a exponential curve, you're kind of in the mm. first little bit of the curve, and then you hit about 20 weeks, and then the baby starts really fucking growing, mm-hmm. and that's when you have that yeah, deviation. Right. So I think we still got a little bit to go, but we're definitely resting in the upper 50th kind of percentile. So it might be a <laughs> yeah. big fucking baby. Sorry, Mia. Yeah. In saying those of, that...
2: Those of, those of you at home that don't know, Cap is, what are you? You're six foot? Yeah, 6'1". 6'1". One. One. Which isn't a huge,
0: though. but I'm also quite large <laughs> on top of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've
2: got thighs of fucking... Yeah. I don't know, thighs
0: of doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my brother's really big. Like He's probably 6'4", or something like that. So, um, you know, he's a big boy. Um, mum had two C-sections, um, with us and we were just fucking absolute behemoth children. (laughs) I think me and Jordan were almost like 10 pound each, which is just out of control. Really? (laughs) Well, Ada
2: was nine and a half pound, I'm pretty sure. That's fucking big, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's fucking big. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, who knows what will happen with this child, but I'm sure it's going to be a big one. But, um, yeah. So, that was... That was our weekend.
2: I just need to read something out of the chat there real quick. Dan Fan says, does it have a beard already?
0: Um, I don't know if hair follicles get picked up in the ultrasound. um, So we couldn't (laughs) accurately identify any beard follicles. But there was an aberration around the chin, which I believe might have been some kind of beard fuzz. Um, And that's just my scientific kind of... Um, approach to understanding what was happening in that moment. But um, it, to be honest, the, it was quite funny because the baby was being a real bastard. He wouldn't like... So you spend all this money on this special 3D ultrasound and and then they just kind of hide in the corner of the uterus um, not looking at the camera and you like, come on, mate, we've just spent fucking 400 bucks. Can you fucking maybe just smile for the camera, please? <laughs> Quite funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So anyways, Chris, let's fucking jump in because our our run sheet is just insane. Um, Mm -hmm. But to begin, Mm -hmm. I would just like to start by thanking all of our wonderful Patreons. You freaking legends. They are and include the following. uh, Sukai, Moosey, Ho and Honey, Bogues, Caging Runt and Sergeant Paul. Every single freaking one of you. Appreciate you. Thanks for helping support this podcast and keeping it. Frickin' ticking along, all right? Appreciate you. Big freaking hearts out there, fam. Um, hopefully I didn't miss anyone there. I don't think I did, but um, there you go. I'd also like to bring to everyone att- everyone's attention that we've hit 500 listens on the podcast um, across the board. So that's fucking big, fellas, okay? Pretty that's huge. Significant.
2: Uh, Pretty dang significant.
0: Yeah. Mm. So um, thank you again for supporting us Um both financially patrons and for all you guys at home supporting us by just consuming the content. Um, and we'll say it again at the end of the podcast, but um, yeah, just fucking tell your friends about it. Go on, if, if you reckon they might like to listen to some Aussies just talk shit about games, then this is the podcast for them probably, so fucking, mm-hmm. yeah, get them on it. Uh, we're, we're available anywhere. Anyways, um, to give you a bit of an idea of what we got on the show today, um, a lot of PlayStation, Sony stuff, um, some good, some quite fucking shite uh, more on that soon uh, we've got a little bit of stuff coming out of microsoft with some interesting patents um, as well as some cool accessibility features coming to god of war ragnarok uh, also got word on the last of us remake and death stranding 2 hello what excuse me more on that soon and a bunch of quick fire topics but grizzo let's freaking start now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the PlayStation Plus games per tier have been revealed. We actually, they kind of dropped last week when we were mid-recording, mid, uh, mid so I figured we yeah. might just kind of just jump back in, have another look over the list, kind of just talk about what we like, what we don't like, maybe what we expected, um, mm-hmm. maybe what we didn't expect. Um, but yeah, smashing uh,
2: idea, Cap. Smashing idea, mate. I think yeah, that's since
0: weird. we kind of did it a bit on the on the on the go last week, so mm. I thought you know what, let's just let's just take a step back and have a good look. So, um, Grizzly, um, there's obviously a huge list online that people can go and check out. Um, I'm just going to pull out a few of the standouts for me. Quickly, from... before
2: you jump into that, Capo, I'll just quickly say that this has uh, been announced to yes. be released on the 13th of June, I believe. So, like what? Mid mid next, what are we in? So that's 13th of
0: June for North and South America. It will hit Asia on the 24th of May. What? Uh, Japan. So it's already out. Is that? Very much April, May. Yeah. So it must be already out in Asia. Uh, Japan, 2nd of June, which is coming up quick, and then Europe and uh, Europe, Australia and New Zealand on the 23rd of June. So we've got a fair okay. way to wait. Um, as Aussies, oh, a month you know.
2: exactly, nearly. A month yep. exactly, nearly. Uh, yes, oh, literally yeah.
0: a month exactly today. So when you guys listen to this podcast, it'll probably be less than a month. So congratulations, future use. Um, <laughs> you're one step closer to having your access to the PlayStation Plus. But anyways, um, so the premium and... The, so again, we've just, we've talked about how fucking convoluted and, and weird this whole thing is. Basically, <laughs> if you have extra and premium, you're going to have yeah. access to a shitload of games. Those include at the extra tier you're going to get a shitload of kind of more current gen games and if you get the premium mm-hmm. tier you're going to get a lot of classic games okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the extra tier so you're paying a little bit extra that's where the extra comes from a little bit extra on top of the uh, the essential tier you're going to be getting a bunch of stuff bloodborne is coming um, which was kind of already there i think grizzly with the yeah, with I think with um the current thing
2: i think it was in was it on was that on ps plus already as a ps plus it was like, ps
0: so plus had like a um, Well, I guess they had a a mini catalogue of games that you can download, which I think included stuff like, um, well, they had, uh, I think the original Horizon, I think they had, well, they definitely had Bloodborne, um, Days Gone was on there. I don't know if they had God of War, but they might have, don't quote me on that. But they did have a small sub-selection of games. So now they're obviously really opening this one up, though.
2: Aussie Noob has said that you got Bloodborne if you bought a PS5.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> Just fucking slip it in your back pocket as you walk out the door from JB Hi-Fi, mate. Here you go. He's
2: also a very unreliable source, though, Cap, so we probably shouldn't trust him, mate.
0: Yeah, no, I'm saying um, I'm vetoing that. I reckon it didn't actually happen. Um, so, yeah, so you're going to be getting Bloodborne, uh, Days Gone, uh, Death Stranding, and actually giving oh. away the, the director's cut, Grizz, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah. Um, obviously, the director's cut, for those that don't know, um, is the cut from the director, so uh, straight from him. So, um, mm-hmm. And that would be uh, fucking, what's his name? Oh, I can't. Uh, Hideo Kojima, no, is it, wait, Hideo Kojima? Yeah, it is Hideo Kojima, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I got confused with Konami, the name Konami, and I was like, wait a second, that's not right, but he, he used to work for Konami, sorry. Um, so yeah, the director's cut has a bunch of new features in there as well, which I think it has, like, um, photo mode and shit, so that's pretty cool. Also got Demon Souls on the, uh, uh, for everyone, uh, got Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut as well, Grizz, which basically mm-hmm. is all the new content that came along with um, Ghost of Tsushima. So that's really cool. If you guys haven't played that game, God fucking damn, go and play that game. So good, get in there. So freaking good. Um, God of War, the original, um, and by that I mean not the original. <laughs> I actually made the, uh, the the most recent one, um, mm-hmm. the PS4 title. Um, not God of War from PS2 era or whatever it came out on. Uh, we've got horizon 0 dawn infamous first light second sun we got remember
2: knack remember knack oh, no i never i didn't play knack that was, was like, a, kind of like a third person adventure game yeah wasn't i it? never was played it either
0: but it was kind of like a i don't know kind of yeah it, it kind of looked like it was maybe hmm. angled more towards a, a kid audience but anyway, um, anyways you can go and play fucking knack if you never played it go and get that in you uh, little big planet 3 um, all the Spider-Mans that have been available, Medieval, uh, and I think that's the remastered kind of edition that came out. Um, That game is
2: awesome, dude.
0: Dude, when I was a kid, yeah, Yeah. we did too, yeah, on the PlayStation, and me and my brother used to run around the house pretending we were fucking Sir Daniel Fortescue, and we'd run around with our fucking (laughs) fingers up saying, I'm Sir Daniel Fortescue, (laughs) with our eyes fucking closed, (laughs) and my fucking granddad thought it was the funniest shit of all time. Uh... (laughs) Uh, anyways, moving along, we've also got Returnal, which you'll be stoked about, Grizz, and that probably has all the content, I would assume. Okay. I think all that content's yeah. is free-to-play, isn't it, Grizz? Mm-hmm. It is, um, man,
2: yeah. You get, yeah. get the one game and you get the one-stop shop. Access to it all, baby.
0: Yep, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, another freaking great game, dude.
2: I haven't ever played it, mate. Dude, you've got to go and play it, and that'll
0: mate. be the remake, man, so to make be, some time. This be my
2: gateway to a few things, because I, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima either, Cap.
1: Oh
0: dude, sweet. Well, dude, this might be the tier for you. Just to, mm. I mean you're not gonna have to you're gonna pay what an extra f- five bucks a month on top of your there's, PlayStation Plus?
2: There's a bunch of stuff I have. I've got Returnal, Demon Souls, and Bloodborne, God yeah. of War, Celeste. But yeah. there's there's still a bulk. There's there's enough games here, mate, to keep anyone happy.
0: Yeah, And so they've even got all the Uncharted as well, including the Nathan Drake collection. So that's one, two, three. Then they've got 4 as well, which came out on PS4, plus The Lost Legacy, which is kind of like a minigame. So, um, yeah, so those are all the first-party titles, and there's a shitload of um, third-party ones. I'm just going to call out a few of the um, standouts for me. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I think is quite big. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, quite big, so I believe Ubisoft Plus, which is a service, might be coming via this service somehow, so don't quote me on that, I just kind of randomly read it somewhere, so I'm probably wrong, knowing me, but anyways. No, no, Um, I think
2: up at the top of that article you linked, it talks about that somewhere there as being... okay. subscription model for some of the yeah. games from the Ubisoft well, Plus included.
0: It must be where you get a lot of these. So like mm-hmm. I think the crew is Ubisoft as well, so maybe that's coming through through that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that there you go. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming with this as well, Grizz, which is actually kinda nuts. Um another mm-hmm. game that I just if you haven't played it, you have to fucking go and play it is Outer Wilds. This is that weird mm-hmm. little space exploration game set in this weird alien universe where time is basically this universe goes through this solar collapse um, which kills everything and then you time restarts again and you're trying to figure out why it keeps doing this over and over again. So it's got that. Hollow Knight, um, very fucking cool. Um, and that's that the Big so Dog Edition, big I believe. Um, and Final Fantasy Royal Edition um, for number 15. So that's the most recent one. That's not 16, which is coming out sometime maybe this year, but... Um, yeah, that's available. Um, Celeste as well, Grizz. But yeah, shitload Such of shitload stuff. There's heaps of stuff. Now, the interesting one here for me, Grizz, um, mm-hmm. so if you're part of the premium tier, you get access to timed two-hour trials of, of certain games. They've yep. released some of those games, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, PS5. I don't really know what the fuck that is. Dude, is that released...
2: Or is that I, I have never heard of that. I read that as well and I was like, what is that?
0: Well, is it, it do you know what doesn't really make any sense to me. I'm pretty much under the impression that that's all of the uncharted games in one thing.
2: But uh, okay.
0: they're already giving away all the uncharted games. Yeah. Oh, hang on. This makes a lot of sense. So, I guess these ones must be PS5 kind of ready. Okay? Oh, these I like think the that's
2: PS5 the idea. remake kind of. Yeah, one, I guess they have probably been the...
0: tweaked so for mm-hmm. the PS5 mm-hmm. side of things, whereas all the other stuff I'm just reading says PS4, um, so that will mm-hmm. be the PS4 copy just upscaled for PS5 or whatever. Um, now moving along, we've also got Horizon Forbidden West available via the two-hour time, time trial. Um, so that's pretty cool. I, I need to finish that game, dude. Really gorgeous game. I just but it got Elden Ringed um, got in Elden my Ring, life, baby. Yeah. Yep. So yep. all of a sudden. A hundred and fucking, what was it? 150 plus hours of my life just disappeared off the face of the earth um, mm. and Horizon Forbidden West had no chance. Um, so yeah, you can play, you can get a, a, a trial of that. Uh, one that I think everyone's going to be frothing on, Gris, big time, um, probably going to be the most um, anticipated time trial of all time is Cyberpunk 2077. Um, yeah.
2: Why is that a time trial, Cap? Why don't they just give it to you as part of the subscription, man? Do you know what, dude? Yeah. I just
0: think... I reckon I reckon that um, they just want it on there, and I don't know what the kind of... I don't know what the deal is with how Sony gets these games and basically... Because this was another interesting thing about this, Grizz, is, like, I think um, Sony was saying that they wanted um, developers to get on board with offering these two-hour time trials, mm-hmm. but how did developers... You know, find the time to create these time trial experiences for people. You know, when there's already they're living in a world of you know low resources and everything else um, in terms of dev resources. Um, but anyways, there's let another me conversation. tell you something
2: here, Cap. When you get games like Demon Souls and God of War and Ghost of Tsushima and Horizon, straight Zero off Door, the bat, off the bat, you're not gonna want to go spend two hours playing Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah, well, here's a game know.
0: that I will play for two hours during the time trial. On over the top of Cyberpunk 2077 is Farming Simulator 22, uh, for PS5. That's probably yep. something I would much rather play. Um, so that's farming. available as well. Um, mm-hmm. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, um, which apparently is pretty good from what I hear. Um, you know, just another yes, Borderlands dude, game. Well, I
2: was actually going to suggest we play that. It's like D and uh, Borderlands. Yeah, like it seems the like character creation tool is like nuts in depth. Really. Okay. Yes, in terms of, like, stat roll, everything from stat rolls <coughs> to the appearance and, and everything in between, similar to the way D&D is. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, maybe we'll have to give that a crack, mate. That sounds pretty cool. Um, hmm. But Well, maybe we play it for two hours, <laughs> Grizz.
2: Good idea, mate. Good idea. We'll play it for it two hours strong. and never
0: touch it again like mm. we normally do with our games. Um, so, and then we've I also got the I would, WWE.
2: Um, I thought I'd point one thing out here. There is a statement in that article that reads like this... Um, PlayStation are not going to be release, releasing any new first-party uh, games into the subscription model. So the new Ragnarok and things like that. That doesn't like surprise that, me. Which they've always said that they're going to do this, and I think you know this is good. But, but will they come eventually? Like, what is the time? Oh, uh, I around? would.
0: I would assume that like they will probably because I mean, look, I, I'm assuming that they're going to want to keep this service up to date. I think as things hit a certain age, or they've kind of hit a certain milestone within their sales, they'll probably go, okay, let's chuck it onto the subscription service. Um, And they'll probably find that the subscription kind of ebbs and flows with people jumping online and and grabbing a a higher tiered uh, PlayStation um, Plus tier to sort of coincide with the game releasing on those services. So I think they'll make their money where they can in terms of selling the actual copies of the game, And then once they're satisfied that they've sold kind of as many copies as they're going to sell, um, they'll move it on to the the PlayStation Plus tiers.
2: Um. We've got an interesting question in the chat here, Cap, that I think it's worth um, calling out here. So does that mean Xbox still wins the day one uh, on Game Pass situation with most new games? So we kind of touched on this. Yeah, 100%. We kind of touched on this in previous episodes. And, you know, PlayStation have always been very... Down the line, saying we are not going to release our first-party games. We have so much faith that you know we want we spend heaps of money um, in in developing, developing these developing these games, and by putting them on like a subscription service, and eventually with knock-on effects and like way sales kind of work, then you may see like a reduction in the, in quality, the quality of the games that yeah. you see from our first-party releases. So I don't know. This isn't going to stop me from subscribing to. to to this playstation but it's kind of very different to the way that i think
0: and and you're right and that's the key word dude is is this this service is different it's not it's not an xbox game pass it's the playstation plus expanded i would call it um you're getting a few extra freebies in your subscription by you know sort of spending a little bit more money um and don't forget um we haven't gotten to it yet and i don't think we'll go too deep into it but um there's a shitload of, of um, classic games that you can you can get on the premium tier um, just to call out a few. Quick ones, um, Ape Escape, um, Siphon Filter, which, might I say, is getting added trophy support for PlayStation, um, which is quite interesting. Hey,
2: talk me through this added trophy support thing, Kat. This is something that I heard recently. Well, look, I don't don't know an
0: awful lot about it, but basically Siphon Filter's this old kind of shooter game from you know back in the PlayStation 1, or I think it's Mm. 1, or maybe it's 2 era. Um, I never played it as a kid, but all my mates at school used to froth about it because it was like this kind of... um, you know, you had your, you had your um, Metal Gears and all that other shit, and this was kind of the cool other one. Um, you know, kind of went up against. Um, uh, from my, from memory, the timing was kind of Goldeneye-esque era. Um, maybe I'm wrong on that, but you know, all things meld into one when you're a kid. But basically, yeah, um, they're adding trophies to siphon filters, so I, I don't know the exact trophies that'll be available in it but um yeah you'll be able to play through and earn trophies and and i guess get a platinum trophy to complete the game and 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 achieve certain bits and pieces in that game which is which is pretty cool so and i would assume other classic games will probably come with added trophy I, support I,
2: I think that's what's going to happen yep so i'd yeah. imagine that a lot of those games that are coming into this subscription model that didn't have a trophy system now they will be because dude tro- trophy hunting's huge right on PlayStation absolutely some people, people froth on that
0: dude not that I not not my thing but um, absolutely dude people froth on getting platinums like yeah it's it's cool but um, how but many yeah, have you got
2: Cap you... do you have any platinums
0: I've got no platinums I don't think me so too. anyway me too mate. Nah, me zero too. Um, yeah. I, I, I start games play them for about 10 hours unless they're Elden Ring and then I play for 150 hours Cap um,
2: you're running across the screen am I oh you shit are.
0: what the fuck
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait what <laughs>
0: Okay, for those listening at home, perhaps added some new scenes to the uh, the Twitch experience, <laughs> and uh, apparently there's a pixel version of me running across the screen. I don't know if that's intended, but that's pretty fucking radical. That is um,
2: sick. I love very that. fucking
0: cool. So if you're listening, if you're listening at home or in the car, and you want to go and check out the Twitch stream and see what we look like, you can do that. Um, but yeah, just a little thing. Anyways, getting back into the story. Um, yeah, so a couple more uh, classic games are available at the ultimate tier. Um, Tekken two, uh, Worms World Party and Armageddon, um, Apescape two, all the Dark the Dark Clouds, a bunch of Jack and Daxter games, uh, Wild Arms three, which I actually wouldn't mind giving a crack. It's basically a JRPG set in, in the Wild West, which I think sounds yeah. fucking radical. Um, and a bunch of other shit, dude. There's there's heaps in there. If you're interested, go and check it out. You can even go and play the original Demon Souls, um, not the remake. Um, so if you want to really? really play something fucking brutal, go and give that a crack. Um, and all the ratchet and clank games. Um, so Kamikaze Cracker is going to be frothing about that. But um, yeah. So there you go. I think um, that pretty much covers it, Grizz. But I just wanted to go back through that without having yes. to haphazardly kind of read through the list. Um, so Cap,
2: if you had to pick three well, off there that you're most excited for on across any tier, what would what would they be? Do you think?
1: Oh, um,
0: to be honest, mate, I think. Oh. Uh, not entirely sure, to be quite honest. I think I'm um, just looking back through it myself. I actually wouldn't mind giving Ashen a crack, which is a Souls-like game that came out a little while ago, um, indie-developed. Um, if I was going to pick another one, maybe is Ashen,
2: the ranged, ranged. Is that the? No, I think it's, it's kind of, kind
0: of, of low-poly, um, 3D um, bits and pieces. So, that's that one. Um, look, Ashen, probably Death Stranding. I wouldn't mind giving it a crack at some point. Um, and maybe Days Gone or... Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, okay, Wild Arms 3 on the ultimate tier.
2: Okay, boom. Done.
0: What about you, mate?
2: Um, for me, uh, I have not played The Last of Us 1 or 2. Oh, so. I do.
0: Well, yep. keep listening. More news on that soon. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, those get two to even better. And Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, I hear. That oh,
0: dude, absolutely! Incredible. I tell you what, man, cinematically that game is just out of control. They do a really good You're job right. of minimizing your heads-up display, so like everything just looks just like you're in a movie cutscene virtually um, all the time. Um, and they do this really cool thing with... You know when you know, you've know you got to go to your next quest objective or whatever and you you look at the mini-map where you've got this big fucking blinking arrow on the top of your screen or something? They do this cool thing where you click a button and the wind kind of wrestles up all the leaves and blows in certain directions and oh sort of guides really? you. But it's it's not... It's not ridiculous. It doesn't look like, you know, mm. it doesn't look stupid. It really blends in nicely with this f- fairly photorealistic mm. world, which is, oh, it's, it's amazing, dude. You're going to play it You're to give it a go, mate. Play it on stream, mate. I think you really like it. It's mm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Anyways, Chris, moving along. We've got shitloads on the fucking We're run sheet along. tonight. So I mean, let's, uh, yep. let's keep back moving, baby. Um, Silent Hill is reportedly coming back with multiple new games, Grizzly.
2: About Um, fucking time, hey, Capo? When was the last Silent Hill release, mate? Well, look, it was
0: quite a long time ago, and the last thing that was supposedly in development was when Kojima was still working for Konami, and he was developing PT, which was that scary game or demo that came out on PS4 once upon a time, and people are selling their PS4s for fucking millions of dollars because they have copies of PT on them still. Um, They basically... Gave this demo out on the app store um, on Sony, um, I think. I'm pretty sure it was Wait, a PlayStation.
2: Did, did, did the full game ever come out? Or... No,
0: it never did because um, Konami kicked Kojima out because I think there was a bit of shit going on okay. with, um, you know, how expensive he was, and they were moving towards um, Gotcha Gaming and, and other kind of weird shit, um, and they, so they decided to maybe move away from their triple A game development, and so PT got pulled off the app store. And supposedly, PT was supposed to be the next iteration of the Silent Hill series, um, but it never it never went saw the light of day. And Norman Reedus was supposed to star in it. Norman Reedus, being um, in The Walking Dead, guy with the sort of longish hair with the crossbow, that guy.
2: So- has Kojima got something with Norman Reedus, dude? Has he got well, something? this is
0: what happened next. So I'm pretty sure the whole idea was when that fell through, Kojima was like, let's still make a game together. And then Death Stranding happened. Is
2: that right, man? What yeah. a fucking story, dude. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the
0: fucking straight from the Captain Perth's mouth. Not well, all probably correct, but uh, pretty fucking close. <laughs> um, now, Cap,
2: have yeah. you played the, I'm sure you have... But what was your okay, I'm gonna what was your favorite Silent Hill? Was it there, there was two, was it? Dude, two? so
0: I actually never played any of these. I played Resident okay. Evil. Um, but what about you? Did you did you play these I, games?
2: I, I did, I did, and it felt very Resident Evil to me. I just remember clearly remember playing it on one of the early Playstations, I can't remember what it was, potentially Playstation One. Um, and you were in like a school and it was very dimly lit and it was creepy, dude. Like they really nailed the atmosphere for sure. Yeah. um but it did feel did feel very very resident evilly i remember thinking yeah. that at the time but uh, the enemies were le- less slow and like a little bit more aggressive and yeah burns. it seems mm.
0: like kind of nightmarish rather than being like zombie mutation kind of um whatever that's kind of was always the kind of story hook that it seemed to be from just an outsider looking in on it mm-hmm. um but i mean they did some really cool stuff i now again, this is another Captain Perth. I'm pretty sure I heard this, um, but might not be correct. Uh, I think, mm-hmm. like the Silent Hill one, there was a shitload of fog in the town, um, and the reason they might have used the fog was to help with the frame rate, um, because the game was chugging a lot when they were first developing it. And
2: Didn't fog make it worse? Oh man, I'm...
0: well the fog kind of obscured a lot of the shit happening um, outside of your immediate area. And so you only had to, it was kind of like that um, That oh, low yeah. distance kind of yep. shit. So, But you had to didn't fog have to and,
2: render as, as many assets that yeah, behind the fog. exactly.
0: So, yeah, <laughs> oh, so I, gotcha. I, I, I'm probably wrong on that. I swear I fucking read that somewhere. Um, and if I'm wrong,
2: sorry, <laughs> let me know on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Cap, there has been either some images or some gameplay footage or a few little bits and pieces leaked yes. of, of some of these games.
0: Yeah, and it's a bit all over the shop, Grizz. I don't really know what what's what's real and what's not. Um, but it looks like because I mean, all of this is um, basically coming from industry sources, so it's not it hasn't been explicitly um, revealed by the looks of things. Um, but I'm, I'm I would do you know what this is this is what I think, Grizz, is Konami's probably looking at. Um, how well Resident Evil's done in terms of being uh, uh, one of probably the only well I mean there are other options but the, one of the one of the major triple-a horror games on consoles and and whatnot and going oh maybe we wouldn't mind a slice of that pie you know what I mean yep. so yeah um, yep. I think dude, maybe I they're looking re- to expand. I didn't
2: realize that that Triangle Head character from Dead by Daylight was a yeah. Silent Hill, a Silent yeah. Hill IP. I never realized. that. And dude, Triangle
0: Head is a fucking cool villain, dude. Yeah. Seriously, fucking cool yeah. villain and fucking scary shit. Um, but yeah, going back to the story, Grizz. It looks like um, again, this is all kind of hearsay at the moment, but um, a lot of the industry sources seem to be fairly. Um, on on point um, in, in recent sort of leaks and whatnot. Um, but in a separate interview with IGN, Blooper Team uh, CEO Puita Babiano, I don't know if I pronounced that right, deflected the question about the studio's upcoming project, saying, We can't comment on anything we are doing uh, because we appreciate our partners, of course. So I think this is a, a, a team working with, um, um, what do you call it? Oh, Pyramid Head, not Triangle Head. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> in fucking chat laugh. losing <laughs> our shit. And I, I, didn't even fucking, I didn't Tri- even correct you.
2: Triangle. Head.
0: Tri- triangle heads the two D version. Grizz only plays fucking Mario games, so you know Dude. Of course, he play. He he knows it as fucking triangle head. He only he only sees everything in two D.
2: The game um, was designed on PlayStation One, all right. So it was <laughs> fucking triangles. <for> sure. <laughs> Um, But yeah, going back
0: to this, basically um, it looks like no one really knows exactly what's in development, but people are suggesting it could be a new game and a bunch of remakes but whatever it is, it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on Um, So fucking interesting, Um, keep your ears to the ground for that if you're interested guys, Um, but there is shit in the works. Now Grizz um, Quite a uh, touchy topic Uh, Mm -hmm. but um, So recently there's been uh, a lot of stuff going on in America regarding um, abortion rights and stuff like that. Uh, the, uh, what is it, the, the Roe versus, um, now I had this written down somewhere, uh, but now I can't find it. Um, anyways, look, PlayStation boss, Jim Ryan, has essentially written this email um, semi in response to this, uh, this developing uh, thing going on in America regarding um, abortion rights. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's kind of gone on to say. Um, so I'm just going to read this out. Uh, Ryan sent an email to employees yesterday, urging staff to respect differences of opinion in regards to the ongoing abortion rights in the USA. The PlayStation boss then went into five paragraphs uh, of detail about the birthday of his two cats. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Uh, Roe versus Wade is caging runt. Thank you for the the fact check, my friend. Um, Just quickly,
2: Cap, I love how we don't stray away from those controversial topics here at OGL. We are happy to discuss them, respectfully, of course. Yep, absolutely.
0: And look, I know that the political landscape's very different to what it is here here in Australia, over there in the US, but, um, I mean, I think... Uh, A lot of people here are kind of pro-choice, so I'll just preface that, Um, and again, I'm not speaking for everyone, I know that, Um, but I mean, again, our political landscape's different, Um, but um, I personally think that um, this is incredibly fucking tone-deaf, and (laughs) who fucking, who puts a little tidbit about their cats in, in this incredibly sensitive issue? I know he was trying to kind of deflect from the... Yep. You know, the overarching stuff, but fucking yep. hell, man. Get your has pool, he, your has fucking he got
2: head. kids' cap is my first question. Uh, I'm not or too Does sure. anyone know? Because, I don't really know. I mean, I'm, I'm the exact same as you, right? I mean, I would hate to think, I've got my three daughters, but I would hate to think that my three daughters uh, were working for a company that um, talks about something so important to them and then yeah. fobs it off by then talking about his cat's birthdays and animals' birthdays. That's it's just like making a joke of a really serious situation. Just fucking, in my opinion, Cap, have the balls and like, like, just just speak about it with your, yeah. with your employees and whatnot. Like, you need to you need to be open about it and and talk about it. There's a, there's a there's a pretty um there's a pretty there's a pretty clear answer here, Cap. And obviously we're we're, we're reasonably aligned here at OGR with the stance on it, I believe. Um, but mate, I feel like Bungie came out a couple of weeks ago, Cap, with a statement. Um, And I'm just going to quickly read this here. And it was, um, Bungie is standing up for the reproductive choices and liberty. It's not a difficult decision to make. Uh, Bungie remains dedicated to upholding these values. That's all it needed to be. Yeah. Something like that. That's it.
0: Yeah, I think, um, and it kind of harkens back to, you know, when all this blizzard sexual harassment stuff was coming out. And they were releasing these statements and emails that was just like, guys, what the... Who is letting these see the light of day? Who are your media people? Like, God damn. Um, Mm. But yeah, so look, um, moving along with this story and um, again, we just want to be conscious of the fact that this is a very, very sensitive topic. We know there's all kinds of differences of opinion. Um, We've got ours. um, But yeah, um, uh, Sony then following this decided to donate... $100,000 $100,000 to the Reproductive Rights Charity, uh, but forbids public statements about the donation. Um, so it's kind of like, oh, just take the money, but don't say anything about it, <laughs> which is just like, <laughs> what the actual fuck? That's obviously it's
2: just... to get the employees on side, is it, Cap, Like, obviously get well, people talking, I don't know, how does that... Yeah,
0: well, I think it's just a few different levels. It's kind of like, um, maybe so some media outlets will... I don't. I, to be honest, I don't really know. Like, if you're going to donate, especially a company, like, look, I'm all about um, being humble about your charity donations, um, but I kind of feel like this is really weird given what's happened with um, Ryan um, and his statement via email. I just, I just kind of feel like, um, yeah, it's just, a, just a bit bizarre. Um, but I can kind of understand where, what, why this happened because they don't really want to be on one side or the other, but they're willing to donate towards well, the cause. They, it's they, they of also like, make oh. the
2: statement, you know, uh, that they would like to, to basically not talk about uh, public-facing work. Sorry, they don't want to talk about p- political things because they feel like it's going to impact their ability to do public-facing work uh, in the future and... and talk to the, the broader people, you know, obviously trying to st- stay out of politics and bits and pieces. You can kind of see where they're coming from. I just think they're just it the wrong way. Like, I think the, going back to the initial email cap, but, you know, putting a joke on the end of that is probably not the way to, to go about it if you're, if you're serious on the subject. Absolutely. And, then, and look, I kind of...
0: Not that I appreciate um, the way that they went about this. I understand the need to try and maintain um, a level of, uh, I guess um calm in your office environment but there's definitely better ways to go about doing this kind of thing um but yeah look uh, moving along with this one as well Grizz, um sort of in reaction to this Bungie who have been um bought out by sony and are, are sort of helping sony sort of reach their games as a service goal as you mentioned they they had a um they had a a statement earlier in the week, and they actually followed up with another statement, more more sort of in in line with um, what sort of Jim, uh, what what is his name, was it, Ryan? Was
2: it back? Was it a bit of backtracking? Was it Capo? A bit of backtracking? Or? Not
0: from Bungie. In fact, they kind of enforced their view because obviously they kind of owned, co-owned by by Sony um, mm. now. Which um, so, but basically, um, uh, part of this was also in their their announcement was in relation to um, kind of. Um, you know, an anti-terrorism kind of um, uh, statement about um, the recent happenings at, um, at uh, was it, is it um, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact name of the place, that there was a shooting in America, uh, Buffalo? Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo. Um, a bunch of people were, were killed, um, unfortunately. Um, and that's sort of saying that, you know, we we, um, we want to create a place where um, we're happy to um, hopefully prevent future tragedies in, in here and, and kind of help in that sort of sense in the future. Um, but they also sort of went on to say, um, now I'm just going to sort of go a little bit further down, um, uh, there will never be a muzzle big enough to stop us from standing up for what's right. Um, and I think that's basically completely targeting their parent company, Sony, who are refusing to really say much about the big issues, Um, which is really interesting. Um, I I, I think Bungie have got the biggest fucking nuts um, to be able to say that about the people who own them. Um, Mm. But yeah, fucking props to to Bungie for just actually saying something and not kind of saying one thing or the other. Um, Or not saying either. (laughs) Just being fence sitters. Or uh, Um, joking
2: about their cats when they're trying to make a serious uh, uh, statement, Cap. Yep.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, moving along, Grizz. That'll um, that'll wrap up that one. Look, um, we um, support everyone's opinion, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what fucking happens. Um, see what happens, baby. All right. So the next story on the OGR, um, Microsoft has recently patented. Uh, oh, has a patent application outstanding, uh, that may allow disc owners to access uh, digital games, which I think is quite interesting, Grizz. Something I've been wondering about for ages, how they could maybe make this work.
2: You know what pisses me off, Cap, is yeah. most times if you get a physical copy of a PlayStation game, you put it in your PlayStation thinking, yes, I'm going to go play this game, and then it downloads literally the whole file size for the game for you to then go play it. And it's just kind of weird. Like, essentially, you're downloading the game anyway. Well, you may as well just get a get the license to be able to play it from your physical copy. Pretty much what you're saying. So, yeah, I mean, there's also a statement here. So, on the PS5 digital edition, you you cannot play your physical discs on it. Whereas this would solve that issue. This is obviously an Xbox thing, but yeah, I think it's the world's moving digital. You know, we've got we listen to music on Spotify and YouTube. All media is consumed through. Basically, digital means I I don't have DVDs anymore. I haven't got CDs anymore. So it only makes sense to, if you've paid for a game, pay for it once and transfer the the digital copy onto whatever system you're playing on.
0: Yeah, so uh, it kind of looks like the way it would work would be you plug your disc into one console, for example, um, and that license, I guess, gets applied to your account in general, and then you could then potentially go and download that, um, you know, on, on another console or another ser- service. Um, so, it, it is quite interesting. I suppose for me, and, and Sukai's kind of brought it up, is, is how do they track how many times that CD's being used so yeah. there must be some kind of identification on the CD. Again, I'm not—I don't know fuck all about um what these is actually stored on these CDs, but I would assume a system um that you can then use to, you know, do the things. Um, but yeah, it, it looks quite interesting. I'm—I'm I'm all for it, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, I'll mate. This be fucking sick. It'll be interesting to see how backwards compatible it is. I guess.
2: Have you got any disc copies that you would put onto your PlayStation now? Not that this is a dude. I actually thing, flogged
0: all my stuff, so I've got nothing. Did you? Yeah, I've got bugger all in my cabinet these days.
2: Hmm. There you go. I've got a pretty good little collection, man. Here, have a look at this thing.
0: Oh, he's bringing it out. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be super interesting. I think. Well, I mean, obviously, this is Microsoft. Well, mine's probably about that big. Grizz is showing off about what. 15, 20 games there?
2: Yeah, about that. If, not heaps. Not huge. Yeah. I haven't I got any of my digital. old
0: games, you know. I've, I've, most of those. Oh, no,
2: no. I don't, I don't hoard my old retro stuff. But I'm That's sure what I'm do.
0: wondering, Grizz. It's like, how far back will this go? Um, you know, like, will we be seeing maybe some older Xbox titles or something? Or who knows? Have you These seen me running
2: nice? across the screen now, Cap? Or is that Pav?
0: I don't know what's <laughs> going on there. You don't normally wear glasses, so I'm a bit confused.
2: <laughs> <laughs> For a little while, Maybe yeah. it's just some random. Again, for those fan. at
0: home, and went like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Grizz keeps bringing up the uh, the new scenes we've got in Twitch. Uh, Love <laughs> it, mate. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, so quite interesting, Grizz. I think, um, I mean, obviously, it's only a patent, so it's 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 kind of you know a, an early um, you know offering of what they think might work, and and they're kind of just trying to you know essentially. Um, grab the market, what well, you know, and, and patent an idea for themselves so they can be the only ones to use it, I guess. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they they go ahead and, and make this work and whether we have it on our Xboxes soon. Not that I own an Xbox, but people's Xboxes soon. So there you go. Um, yeah. Well, that's that one. Cool. Chris, accessibility. We've spoken about it on this podcast plenty of times, my good sir. We have. Um, Now, God of War, Ragnarok. Oh, big yeah. time.
2: The, yeah. dude, reading this God of War Ragnarok, uh, all these accessibility features that come, we covered a very similar story about the accessibility features in the new Horizon game in a similar similar light. So just a, a huge amount of um, basically uh, accessibility features to allow everybody and anybody to play the game the way that they would like to. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's, I think it's a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, there's, some, there's some there that I'm going to use, definitely. Yep. I, um, and then let's go through
0: a few of these features, Grizz, because I think um, I think they're doing some really fucking rad shit. And, and they're actually adding some of this stuff backwards to um, the God of War um, PC version, which which is, is that pretty right? freaking cool. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like they're going to be adding a bunch of kind of like auto slash toggle things. Um, so you can choose like your aim style, your block style, Um, Your sprinting options, you can sort of choose whether you want them to be um, hold down or toggle option, um, which is really fucking cool. Um, Also, your reticle, um, they're doing some stuff to change with how, whether that is always on or whether it kind of moves, uh, moves away to sort of help, help reduce motion sickness, according to the, the, uh, the article from the PlayStation blog. Um, But they've got a bunch of other stuff coming exclusively just to God of War Ragnarok. Um, Now, there's a heap of stuff going on with their subtitles and captions, um, which I think is really cool. And stuff that I probably can see myself using, because I'm a big fan of having captions on during gameplay. Um, Yeah. So a lot of it's sizing of certain elements of the captions, whether it be, you know, the name of the speaker and the the text itself or vice versa, um, changing the color of certain elements. Um, so you're not just changing the entirety of the caption. Um, it looks like uh, those are the kind of the main things with the subtitles, um, but they're also increasing how then a font size as well. So if you're having issues with readability, you can sort of change that as well. So there's heaps of options with the captions, which I think this one here really is awesome.
2: interesting. Or did I skip ahead on you cap captions? Um, this one here, the directional indicator. Yes. So, cri- critical gameplay sounds now have an optional direction indicator. So this is something they have in um, in Fortnite uh, as well. Which oh, cool. Yeah, so like if you don't have a good pair of three D headsets, the cheat is that you put on this directional sound and it can show where footprints, uh, footsteps <laughs> are, and bits and pieces like that. But for someone that's um, obviously got hard on hearing or yeah, absolutely hearing issues, being able to have that directional sound still gives you, um, you know, those absolutely little insights into the game. Hear yes. someone walking around the corner, whatnot. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a very it's super super rad. So um, a lot of interesting stuff. In fact, sort of um, going also sort of embellishing on the stuff they're doing for sort of um, audio and helping people um, with hearing problems. Uh, They've also got the audio described version for the reveal trailer. So they actually had like, um, it kind of, the way it kind of works is they have the dialogue and stuff playing, but there's a short preamble um, and a narrator who's telling um, people what's going on within the video as well. So sort of helping people that maybe have um, vision impairments and stuff like that as well, which is, again super freaking rad um so yeah but also helps with um screen reading readers as well so if you were watching the trailer or listening to the trailer um you could then have a screen reader sort of read the um the text that's coming up um in the subtitles to sort of tell you what's going on in the in the trailer which i thought was really freaking cool uh, but some other options that are coming out as well grizzly they've got a bunch of um navigational assist stuff um, so, new to God of War, this camera. So, this is navigation assist. Uh, camera navigation system allows you to orient your view towards your compass objective. When not in combat, pressing the navigation assist button will orient your view in the direction oh of the next story goal. Go. So, pretty freaking rad.
2: Um, there's all kinds of stuff. I hold that down and hold forward so I just keep moving towards my objectives. Yeah, That's the
0: absolutely, yep. dude. Um, but yeah, even um, traversal assistance stuff. So, again, you kind of touched on it briefly, but. Um, uh, other traversal features um, can now be automated based on your direction you press. So, um, yeah, dude, I think um, overall, like, hell yeah, why not? Um, people can just turn this stuff off if they don't want it um, or turn it on if they need it. It's just cool, you know? It's, it's rad.
2: Yeah, um, cool. It's good that they're I, yeah, Have you seen yeah, this... Have you seen this high contrast mode cap? You can yeah. Like...
0: Yeah, this is the one I wanted to talk to you about, dude. Which it looks pretty freaking funky. It essentially yeah, it completely was. colours the entire mm. character model of mm. of in-game characters. Uh, certain colours. So the one screenshot they've got is Freya completely coloured in red and then Kratos completely coloured in blue, which looks super <laughs> funky. And then you see a Atreus? Atreyas? Atreyu, I don't think it's a I think the <laughs> band. Um He's coloured in yellow. So, yeah, it kind of helps to, uh, for people who have issues with sort of recognising certain stuff amongst different colours um, to identify those particular um, uh, elements within the video, which is, yeah, dude. Super cool. Some of the stuff they, they, they're they doing these days in AAA game development is nuts when it comes so to accessibility.
2: I, I like this, Cap, and I feel like it's something that they keep on... I don't know. It's, I feel like it's in the last couple of years that game devs are really making an effort to um, upfront develop games to be accessible to more people. Uh, we saw Elden Ring come out, and, and that was a big point of of contention to try to make that game as a, a bit of a breakthrough for, for people... Um, new to the Soul series to be able to play it um, regardless of your skill level. There's an, uh, the ability to go and level up in bits and pieces, but yeah, this is cool. I like it. I'm a fan.
0: Uh, so as my long friend. as they maintain
2: those, uh, th- the difficulty spike in there to allow you to play it at the difficulty you want. and, re- and Yes, it still which I don't think reward. could be an
0: issue. They had that in the last game with <laughs> difficulty settings and stuff, so you can go in oh, and do
2: difficulty. God of War was extremely hard. Yeah, the there
0: were sections in that game that were ridiculous. Like, remember, there was a certain part where you basically got to a bridge and it collapsed, and you just fell into this, like, pit of enemies, and you just, like, it was the first real major <laughs> bullshit battle that you had to go through, and it was yeah. just ridiculous. I, I don't know what I, I was saying, playing at, but. I will yeah. say
2: this, Cap. I didn't actually, wasn't a huge fan of the way the difficulty was implemented in that game through the different difficulty settings. Just ramped the damage, and, like, you will just get one shot stuff. Big fan of when the difficulty settings change like the game mechanics, like guys have more moves or bits and pieces or, I don't know, something. But anyway, still, it's cool that, they're, that they have the ability to do
0: Absolutely, that. Absolutely, dude. And hopefully more games can work towards providing features like this for those who need it. Um, but yeah. Um, so, Grizz, another story that sort of uh, come across my desk as you might say. Um, now, something that had been kind of rumoured Um, in the last couple of weeks, but now seems to be pretty frickin' likely. Uh, Multiple reports reports suggesting uh, that the unannounced um, game, uh, The Last of Us PS5 Remake, the original, are reportedly likely to be released this year. Um, So it's kind of reports coming out that it was in development, and then reports all of a sudden came out that it's probably going to be releasing this year, which is nuts! And probably makes sense because we've got The Last of Us TV show coming out shortly too. So I would assume that maybe there might be a sort of close alignment with release dates.
2: Cap, I haven't played The Last of Us yet, but I've seen footage of it. It doesn't look, it looks pretty good, doesn't it?
0: And it's interesting, Chris, because like. I feel like remakes, like the the distance between a game coming out and a remake is getting shorter and shorter <laughs> and shorter. Yeah. What, was the,
2: what was the year of the Last of Us? When was that released?
0: Um, don't know. But here's the next. Here's the next um, report. I've got Grizz. Elden Ring remake coming the end of this year. <laughs>
2: Oh my! Before the DLC, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's actually bullshit, guys. Don't believe what I said. Uh, but yeah, so um, Grizz, mm. I, I was, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier that um, yeah. you probably want to give um, The Last of Us a crack. I think this probably would be a pretty good place to start. Um, so you might Abs- want to hold your horses on it.
2: Absolutely, yep. Hold my horses on that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Cap, 2013, mate. Uh, Last of Us. So what's that? That's nearly. That's dude, That's nearly ten years old. You're it, old. it actually is
0: pretty old when you think about it, isn't it? Like, it's not ridiculously old. Like, you know, there's 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 remakes that have been, you know, quite a bigger distance between release and remake. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I do I do kind of find it quite interesting. But I think I think the theory with it kind of being slated to kind of release around about the time of the new TV series that I believe is coming to HBO. Um, and has um, old mate from Mandalorian and um, the one of the the ladies from um, who was a girl in the in the Game of Thrones episodes, but she's um, she's coming in as Ellie. So now, very is pretty it, cool. A,
2: is it actually the old mate from Mandalorian? Because I'm pretty sure you said he was in something else. That was, yeah, it that actually was is
0: this time. Last time I <laughs> fucked it up because I thought he was the guy in Halo, but it actually wasn't him. It's definitely okay. Pedro. Is it Pedro? I think it is. I think it's Pedro something or other. It starts with an E is his last name. Mm. But the guy who played the Mandalorian, um, He's he will be playing... Um, uh, fuck, what is his name? Joel. Joel See, I reckon thing. my
2: missus, just from what I've seen from The Last of Us, I reckon my, my wife would really enjoy that series. She's right Dude, into that kind of drama stuff. But, Chris, I feel like um, we have this
0: conversation quite often. I feel like there's, like, games narratives are such an untapped resource there's so many fucking amazing fucking game stories that if they made a decent effort of a movie or tv series not the bullshit that seems to come out and it's what they think people want just make a fucking recreation in a good way of these fucking stories and you'd be fucking killing it dude i just can't believe it
2: there's a reason why gamers don't watch tv Me, I don't watch any TV. I don't watch any... uh, The only thing I do is watch maybe movies and some series that I like because I get all my fucking storytelling fulfilment from video games. Yeah,
0: yep. I mean, I'm the same dude. Like, people at work are saying, ''Oh, have you seen this? Have you seen that?'' no, I don't watch TV, I play video games. (laughs) Sorry. They're like, what the fuck's (laughs) wrong with you? Um, But I I, I use the excuse that I'm banking up as many TV shows as possible for when we have the baby and I I can't really game as much, so I have shitloads to watch by then. Um, So, yeah. But anyways, Gris, so, yeah, hold on to your horses, mate. Um, The Last of Us uh, Part 1, you might even say. The remake. Do you know what? Also, Grizz, they released a remaster not too long ago as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what? Hey, what? They released a Last of Us remaster.
0: Yes. And now they're, and now they're making a remake. remake. Yeah. So they, they remastered it, and it's, you know, now they're going to re-release it in a remake, okay? So they're just really squeezing the fucking money rag into Absolutely. the fucking... You know. But, I mean, hey, like I said, they've got the new TV series coming out. Doesn't surprise me. But, yeah, anyways, moving along. Uh, now, talking about... Um, Our our favourite game uh, director, Hideo Kojima, Mr. Metal Gear Solid himself. Um, It seems like Norman Reedus, uh, in an interview recently, uh, sort (laughs) of mentioned that, um, yeah, someone asked him about uh, Death Stranding, basically, he's like, yeah, no, really good, great game, we just started the second one, actually, and I don't know if he was supposed to say that, but he did.
2: No, 100% (laughs) not, mate. Will he get... Busted for that, or what? I like, don't know. I kind of it?
0: wonder if they kind of maybe just let people do this as a bit of a media thing to get a bit of hype going. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there must be a little bit of um, little bit of that going on. But uh, yeah, I thought yeah. it was quite funny.
2: If you don't know, Norman Reedus is the actor from The Walking Dead. He's Earl. Earl is that his name? Brother. He's uh, quite well known. And if you don't know, he he featured in a video game recently called Death Stranding as the character, and he did all the voice lines. And I tell you what, like the way that they made him look and talk and everything else in the cutscenes and the, the whole game is amazingly done. Yeah, it's, it's it was. Got, I feel like Captain. That was one of the first breakthroughs of really incorporating a you know a real actor into a video game and seeing that at that at that e3 oh, now, after dude, absolutely. that we had after that we had things like um cyberpunk and um keanu reeves and other bits and pieces but i feel like death stranding was one. well of dude the
0: even um christopher judge who was in stargate um as tilk um he mm. is um mm. the god of war um so there you freaking go. But yeah, you know, you're not, you're not wrong. I think we, we are definitely blurring the lines between the medias now and people are starting to take on um, video game gigs because, I mean, they must be paying all right. But um, there's also another couple of people that were in Death Stranding. Um, Troy Baker, who's a fairly prominent voice actor and whatnot, but also um, Mads Mickelson was in Death Stranding. As well, and if you don't know who Mads Mikkelsen is, you probably Mads Google him. Yeah, I'm promising you, you'll you'll recognise him when you see him. He's a classic kind of the European villain archetype. Um, he's in a oh, lot of yeah, movies. Yeah. Yeah, Mads yeah. is a fucking mad dog. I, I reckon okay. he's a fucking ripper. Um, did so he, play he was a, in as well.
2: Did he play a villain, Cap?
0: He did. Game? Well, I haven't played the game, but from the trailers I saw, he looks like he played some kind of villain kind of guy. And He's
2: such a good villain, dude. Yeah, he's, he's got
0: the look. Villain. He's definitely got the yeah. look. Um, but they also had um, uh, Guillermo del Toro play you know, a character in there as well because Kojima, Kojima and uh, Guillermo are quite quite close director friends so mm. um some more interesting stuff but grizz now remember me saying about how Reedus kind of came on for the silent hill project and then moved into this there actually is some information in this article about that um this is a quote from Reedus. Uh, he said uh, then i was in san diego and hideo came with a big group of people he's from tokyo and he showed me what he was working on at the time, a game called Silent Hill. I was blown away by what he was showing me and I was like, yes, let's do it. It's not Mrs. Pac-Man. It's so realistic, it's futuristic, it's so complicated and beautiful and I was completely blown away. Now, and then obviously that died and it morphed into Death Stranding. So, Caps,
2: what was Norman Reedus going to do in the original Silent Hill, was it going to have him as a character and voice-lining? I or?
1: believe
0: the idea was going to be he was going to be kind of like the main character. Now, if you go back to um, Silent Hill 1, I believe mm. the main character is like a dad looking for his daughter in Silent Hill. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sounds, I that think that it might idea. have... It kind of sounds like it might have been... Now, there's not much information about it, um, but maybe it was going to be like maybe kind of a kind of reboot um, in a similar vein to that. Probably, uh, okay. you know. So... Mm. That's probably what was going to happen. He was going to be the main character looking for his his daughter lost in the fog-ridden lands of uh, Silent Hill. So, yeah, quite freaking interesting. But yeah, so um, we've got a Death Stranding 2 and a, and a Last of Us remake coming soon, so uh, there you freaking go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we've gotten through the main topics and we've got the poll for the week, Grizzly. Uh, now, I forgot to put a fucking link to the poll. Oh in the run God. sheet, because I'm a giant dingus, and I'm going to really quickly attempt to try and find um, that right now, um, whilst I've, I'm talking to you and not I've, pretending like I'm trying to <laughs> fill the void with uh, <laughs> shit. I just found it. So, Grizz, do you want to to run us through this one?
2: Sure, mate. Uh, so, guys, we, we asked the question of the people this week... Um, What is your favourite trading card game? And the options were between Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, or Card Games Suck. What did you vote for, Capo?
0: I voted Magic the Gathering. Um,
2: Me too, mate, me too.
0: I think it's just the complexity of that game that really grabs me. I mean, I don't play any trading card games, but Mm. the ones I have played, and I've played Pokemon and Magic and, you know... I can't... I've probably played a cap others, but... Of, of everything I've played and everything I've watched, I think those are the ones that... Like, Magic the Gathering is the one that really grabs me. I think there's a lot of complexity in the way you can build your decks. You know, um, You know, they've got some pretty cool shit that goes on. Yeah. I think that's just the one I went for. What about you? It also you has a really magic? nice
2: digital platform as well, uh, Magic Arena, and there's a few other, a few other different, different uh, games that you can play. But, yeah. uh, dude, I feel like um, the actual trading aspect of it is super popular in Pokemon. You know, I always see on my Twitter feeds and um, on my TikTok and stuff with people drawing like crazy, I don't know, like Charizard and all these old, and I know that there's a huge market in buying really old, like the the, the original minted Pokemon Pokemon packs and opening those as well. Yeah. So what were the results, Cap? Were they, well, did they surprise you at all? Good sir.
0: Um, I don't think I was that surprised. So uh, 6.7% of you said the card game sucks. So <laughs> um, there you go. We're a bit of a minority there. Um... Twenty percent of uh, respondents uh, said that they preferred Yu Gi Oh. Thirty three point three percent said Pokemon, and forty percent with Magic the Gathering. Um, I think it, I always thought it would be a maybe a pretty close game between Pokemon and Magic, and I think it was fairly close. Um, we had thirty people vote in this bad boy. Um,
2: Pav, what yeah. did you vote for, mate? Out of curiosity.
0: Yeah, yeah, I okay. can hear you. That's right.
3: I wasn't on the uh, on the stream side. Uh, oh. I I voted for Yu-Gi-Oh. Not because I think it's the best one, which I ca- I would not argue that it's the best, but it has the most nostalgia for me. It's like the it's one that I played it, as yeah. a kid. Uh, hmm. Like I collected a bit of Pokemon cards, but Yu-Gi-Oh is the one that always captured my attention the most. Like, Did you
0: have a blue eyes white dragon?
3: I had many. <laughs> Really, <laughs> no, I I collected a lot, dude. dude Yu-Gi-Oh, fucking Yugi was, sweet. Yu-Gi-Oh's my main main. Collection. Have you still
2: got Yu-Gi-Oh cards now? They're all right here. Oh yeah. damn, boy! What about damn. a Red-Eyes Black what?
0: Dragon? Surely you get one of those.
3: Holy oh. fuck, you got shitloads!
0: Yeah. Holy crap,
3: you do. Any have you yeah. got any
0: ones that are worth a fair bit of money, Pav?
3: Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards tend to not really gain a lot of value. Yeah. Uh I think majority of the value is, uh, like, kind of in competitive. So, like. The current meta of competitive, if you get a rare card like that, then it's a worth a little bit. But I don't know if uh, much that's uh, that carries value long long term with Yu-Gi-Oh. Unfortunately. Brutal.
0: Whereas if you had a Charizard today, yeah. you'd probably have have like a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket.
3: Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I got, I got a I got a few old school rare. Oh no, not rare, but old school Hollows from cards. like. Ba- from like base set oh, I think I from, no, no no from jungle but it's not first edition it's not in good condition oh. like, like it's not going to be worth anything no. but it's uh, it's Garbo got, tier. got, got, a, got <laughs> a few there
0: very freaking cool but yeah so there you go guys the um the poll for the week uh that was run over the weekend we try to get it out as early as we can friday saturday i think this one went out on saturday um, but yeah if you guys follow us on twitter at OGR show. You too can vote in next week's poll. What's it gonna be? Who fucking knows? We make it up in about fucking ten minutes before it goes up, so fucking keep your eye out. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, now quick fire rounds, ladies and gentlemen. We've uh, been going for about an hour now, so uh, we've got a bunch okay. of stuff to cover in the quick fire round. This is uh, when we sort of some of the smaller news stories. We just give a little view over the top, bit of a bit of a brush, you know, just sort of have a quick chat about a few things that happened during the week that maybe we didn't have enough time to really delve into. So uh, to begin with the quick fire round, Grizzly, uh, V Rising, V yes, frickin' Rising, so. hits 500 vampires. Uh, so I believe that's 500 sales, um, or players. Um, 500,000, to Sorry, 500,000. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking killer, mate. They've sold 500 copies. <laughs>
2: now, now, Cap, this looks super interesting, right? This is like a. If you guys haven't seen V Rising yet, if you're on Twitch TV. Uh, Looking at it, you will have seen it 100%. It's essentially like an open-world MMO with some survivability features in it. So just quickly here, stick to the shadows during the daytime or the burning sunlight will take you to ashes. Roam the night and prey on your victims in the darkness. As a vampire, you may quench your thirst for blood while planning your strategies around the day and nighttime cycles. So super interesting take on a survivability... What is it called? A... a, What's it called, Kappa? I just said it a um,
0: Survival game. Survival <laughs> yeah, horror. Survival game. Survival, yeah, just survival. horror game. It's, yes. it's pretty much just survival, though. I don't know how fucking scary it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know much about it, Grizz, but I know that the developers, Stunlock Studios, they, they produced a game a while back called Battle Rite. I don't know, do you remember that, mm. Grizz?
2: No, I don't remember that one. No, uh,
0: it was kind of like this top-down two v two like brawler thing that you had. kind of, It was almost it was kind of MOBA, but kind of not kind of like a fight and belt them up kind of game. Uh, but it was pretty freaking cool. It's kind of a shame it didn't really go anywhere. But um, this is their next kind of. Um, game that they've been working on now. Um, I guess the game is you kind of run out as a vampire during the day or night. I guess it must be night. And, um, you know, you go and get resources for your little castle back at home. And And
2: I think it has proximity chat, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? The streamers that I've seen would, like, come across people and say, hey, friend have oh. you got any hearts and they like do like in world trading and stuff and then <laughs> go back to their base so that's pretty cool pretty cool
0: dude yeah, yeah. so look I, I again i haven't played so i don't know for sure um but from what i understand and a lot of because i was i'm even knowing whether i pick it up um now just full warning guys this game is in early access so if you're not into that kind of thing uh yeah <laughs> you probably don't want to go too close to this one um But it kind of looks like you kind of need to know life the game to really get anywhere because people can invade your base and just fuck it up. And again, Mm. this is coming from the Steam review, so I don't know how true this is, Uh, but apparently even on PVE servers, um, which is kind of dog shit. Um, (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, so I don't know how keen I am. I've got a full-time job.
2: When you're logged out, out, people can come and clamp your base. Yeah, it's kind of
0: like Rust. Um, So (laughs) people can invade your shit, so... That sounds like kind of. Sound of I mean, yeah, okay, I guess. Um, but <laughs> Dude, it yeah, has a
2: lot of reviews. Wow, a lot it does of have a
0: lot of reviews, and I think it's fairly positive on Steam from from yeah, memories. absolutely. But, um, mm. but yeah, so maybe something. Maybe maybe you and I should delve into it, Grizz. I know Sleepy's pretty keen to give it a crack. Add it Cap, to if the you're fucking interested.
2: list, mate. They're piling up. Yeah, good, good yeah. Well, wow,
0: that's another problem: is too many too many games and enough time, baby. Um, but yeah, yeah, so there you go. Uh, next on the quickfire rounds, Dead Space remake finally has a release date. Ooh, um, excited for this cap? Oh, dude, I'm absolutely so keen. So, um, for those of you that didn't know at home, um, the Dead Space uh, game from uh, the early fucking whenevers um, is is receiving a remaster slash remake. Um, so. Very cool. Looks like they're building it from the ground up and they've released a bunch of stuff about the game. Uh, Now, they have just recently revealed that uh, the new version is going to be coming out on the 27th uh, of January next year. So, um, get freaking excited because that is by far one of the best space horror experiences you can have across every fucking media. Um, Books, TV, everything. It's so good.
2: I've noticed, that This isn't a remaster. This is a remake. So it's, yeah, it's I think this particular
0: um, this this um this particular uh, uh what do you call it uh, article has mixed up the terminologies. It's definitely a remake. It's from a ground from the ground up. Um. Mm. So uh, yeah, I mean some of the some of the stuff you you can find online of what they've done so far with the game um the remake. Um, it's, it's quite impressive just with how they've recreated, um, you know, everything in, in a more modern uh, game engine and whatnot, and it looks really freaking neat. So, so yeah, get freaking ready for that, ladies and gents. Hell Moving yeah, along, baby. Gris. Moving along. Um, now, we kind of touched
2: on it. Did we touch on it last week? Maybe we, did. we didn't. We did, yeah. Yeah, okay, well... But there's more information now, I think.
0: Yeah, so a little bit more information about the fact that Sony reportedly has registered a new PS5 model. Now, we were discussing that, God, if this was the PS5 Pro, there were going to be some pretty fucking unhappy chappies in the yeah, chatty the uh, you'd be fucking spewed, wouldn't you if you bought a ps5 recently or managed to <laughs> buy a ps5 recently but it looks grizz like they're basically just updating a few of the components now we kind of speculated that this might be the case that maybe they're updating some of the components to maybe some easily accessible components on a sort of larger industry scale for creating these these consoles um, now, one of the things that's cited uh, with the registration is the updating the radio equipment. So, probably Bluetooth stuff. Um, so, maybe a higher Bluetooth spec. So, it might be a like slightly better experience, but it, you're probably not. You're not. This isn't a PS Five Pro. Essentially, is what okay. the, what
2: it is. Is it what you speculated last time, Cap? Maybe they just haven't gone into it here, where they're trying to source components that are more easily gettable in Look, this current I think market?
0: that's the case, dude. I think that's, you know, I think a lot of these components um, are really difficult to get hands on, especially industry scale where you're making, mm. you know, hundreds of thousands of these things to, to sort of, um, you know, change components to something that's a little bit more easily um, gettable, as you so eloquently put it. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the way forward for a lot of gettable. this kind of stuff. Yeah, gettable.
2: <laughs> um, so how are they going to market this cap like is this just going to be a they probably won't do or, no they probably just, won't they'll yeah, probably
0: okay. just say ps5 um yep. you know there's there's been um sort of many many uh, updates to consoles in the past that haven't received like a ps5 pro um level of uh i guess marketing um, they've just kind of been like an update to the overall thing just so they can get more out um, PS4 received um, the same thing PS3 received the same thing um, so yeah it's basically just components are more readily available so they're going to put those in they're probably roughly the same specs if not they are the same specs uh, but it does sound like the bluetooth or the radio equipment which is probably the Bluetooth and maybe the Wi-fi yeah. um, the mm-hmm. network stuff is going to be a little bit better so Yeah, you're probably going to have a slightly better PS5 if you buy one in the near future. So there you go. Uh, Now, continuing to move along. Final Fantasy VII news. Incoming, Mm -hmm. Grizz. Now, for those who played the remake and are excited for the next instalment of the long-fabled and long-loved game that is Final Fantasy VII, you can probably expect some news uh, this week, next week, I believe. Um, We've got the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII coming in hot,
2: so yeah. Cap, what are your honest thoughts about how they're how they're re- releasing and developing Final Fantasy VII Remake, mate? I'd be curious to know.
0: Honestly, don't mind too much about the episodic installments. I know a lot of people just Cap? want it in one big large chunk, but I mean, mm. fuck, we would be waiting years for that to release. Um, I think this gives them a little bit more... Look, the only thing I really hope for, Grizz, is if they're going to do it like this, please ensure that I have an open-world section in the next game. Because that's mm-hmm. what was in the... in. You know, you kind of had a fairly linear experience with the beginning of the game uh, of Final Fantasy VII. You know, there was a little bit of wiggle room you could move around here and there, but um, for the most part, it was fairly linear. And then it kind of all of a sudden opened up and you could go all across the map. So if they do something similar, I think... I'm pretty fucking keen. Um, and it doesn't bother me too much. I mean, the Final Fantasy VII is huge.
2: Yeah, it's a big it's game. It's massive. It There's so
0: game. much. So it doesn't and really to create bother something
2: high, to create something as uh, high def and, and beautiful as what the remake was for the whole of Final Fantasy VII as it stood yeah. is, a, is no mean development feat. Oh, sure. absolutely. So I, I kind of agree with you, but I'm also kind of... It's annoying. Like, I mean, they're obviously oh, making is. good. They're obviously making good bank from this. Like, oh, absolutely. How, how many? How many <laughs> times true. they getting people to pay for what was one game in one installment? You know oh, that's I mean? the thing, so, dude. I mean, I mean, they've
0: even released Integrate, which is kind <laughs> of like a extra content for the uh, Final Fantasy remake Part One, which I don't think much of that content is even in the original game it's kind of just speculated stuff that would that happened around about that time that characters talk about later on in in the original game so um, they've released that and they've also released a battle royale um, tie-in on mobile um called fucking final <laughs> fantasy soldier or some shit um i can't remember exactly what that's called but it's not battle
2: royale before halo did eh? fucking look yeah, at that yeah
0: yeah well i mean th- this absolutely has no tie-in with the original game <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah so if you want to go and play a final fantasy battle royale game go and freaking go and freaking do that um so yeah, uh, Caging Runt is saying, is the next part going to be released as a standalone game or DLC? Uh, standalone game, absolutely going to be a standalone game. They've, they've said that pretty much from the beginning that um, the remake was going to be split into parts and each will be sold as a standalone. Um, now, they, I, don't, I think they kind of speculated three, but I'm, I reckon they're going to push it out to four games in total
2: gonna punch you right in your pocket. Yeah.
0: They're yeah, gonna right? fucking you're mm-hmm. gonna really squeeze your cage and they're gonna squeeze every one of those dollars out of your pocket, mate. So there you go. But yeah, so and more Final Fantasy news, Grizzly. Um, Final this Fantasy cool, fourteen. This yeah, for those cool. for those those people at home, including me who who's just sort of jumped on board and been playing here and there, uh it's now confirmed Final Fantasy 14, the online MMO, uh, now works on the Steam Deck. Or the Steam Deck. Not Stream Deck. Steam Deck. Um, mm. Getting mixed up with the, uh, <laughs> with the hardware from Elgato. Um, the Steam Deck, the new portable console from Valve um, that's supposed to play all of your Steam library. Uh, apparently,
2: Could you, you can imagine play. Imagine playing it on your Steam Deck, Capo? You Yeah, that? I don't
0: know if it go too well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fair few buttons on there, mate. Get the Stream Deck XL, mate. You'd be able to plug everything on there. Um, But yeah, so um, for those of you interested to play the world-renowned MMO that is now more popular than World of Warcraft, um, you can play it on the Steam Deck if you've managed to grab of those. I wonder
2: whether this will blow up enough for Destiny to then go, oh shit, maybe we should release our game on the Steam Deck now that other MMOs are on there. Yeah, Could be pretty big for them. Well, I don't know. It depends on how many of these consoles they sell, right? I think the big one though, Grizz, is support
0: from a dev side, right? Like, I mean, even in my job, <laughs> you know, sometimes we go, "Oh, I don't know if we want to support that." Um, it's one of those things where you look at it from a company and and your, I guess, your how much resources you have to do something like this. Square Enix, I mean, they're going to have a lot of resources. They've got ongoing money coming in from uh, you know these guys get you know twelve dollars a month from all their users. What a bunch you get! You know they get a they get a they get a, a fucking battle pass style thing and an expansion every now and then. Um, yeah, so these guys so got buy, some freaking cash.
2: Did you ever buy any hats in that game? Can't you buy like engrams? Yeah, look, shit, I did because I'm know?
0: a fucking idiot, but um, you know, <laughs> you, know I, you know, I couldn't help myself. I wanted the cool looking gun skids. Um But yeah, I mean, look, overall, Grizz. This actually really makes me want a Steam Deck if I can do shit like this. Because, you know, if I could just sit on the couch with with Mia and just fish on my Final Fantasy Online account on my Steam Deck, that'd be sick.
2: Will this be the first time we see a popular MMO go in a handheld device? Is this the first time we've seen that happen? Uh,
0: I don't think it would be. I'm sure there's probably another... um, Maybe something there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of the bigger ones that goes into a kind of more portable fashion. Um, I mean, there are MMO games on mobile phones, obviously, but like big AAA World of Warcraft, Final Fantasies. I think this would be one of the few. I can't imagine there being too many others that have made a transition like this. But I mean, it's not really a big transition for them, dude. It's it's already on Steam, so it's not like they're recreating it for. Um... Actually, Sukai's just said that. Um... BDO, which I in my brain read as Big Day Out, which is the Australian music festival. <laughs> uh, Black, Desert Black Desert Online um, yeah. has a mobile version, so you I can't. guess it, it isn't. So um, there you it go. There you freaking go, sir. Now, Grizzly, Dying Light. Did you play the first one?
2: Dying Light rings a bell. It isn't that like a parkour like a zombies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a survival horror um, base builder, isn't it?
0: Um, no base building. It's kind of like a survival, oh, it's a survival kind of survival game. You don't really build a base. You kind of run around doing missions and stuff and you do parkour shit. Um, but they've just released, recently released Dying Light 2. Um, two, you know, okay critic, um, at night time the
2: zombies go real quick and mad yes that's the freaking one now we're talking now
0: you know what's going down baby uh but yeah so they've recently um they've pulled a blizzard and they've released a single piece of uh (laughs) fucking um concept art and said we're working on a new game come work for us um which is you know probably a good way to get people on board Um, But they've released a a piece of uh, concept art for a fantasy RPG that they're working on. The concept art kind of depicts a ruined world with foliage growing over these sort of ruins nestled in amongst a little waterfall and uh, some character looking longingly towards the ruins on a cliffside. So, I mean, that might give you a rough idea of what's going on. The next project apparently is called Our I don't -hmm. know how you pronounce that shit, but... Um, it's a set in a sprawling open world, um, and they've got uh, people from uh, Witcher Three working on it. In fact, one of the developers that worked and created the Red Baron questline for The Witcher Three is working on this game as well, which is pretty cool.
2: Dude, like, that sounds amazing. Could you imagine an, a a a post apocalyptic Zombie Survival MMO. I think that sounds really cool. Do don't, any of those I'm, exist? I don't
0: know. I don't, I don't think there's any of those, mate. Um, but I don't know if this will have <laughs> zombies in it. <laughs> well, maybe it will. Maybe. It doesn't. But it it definitely is, it, is... Okay, just to give people at home the, the full scoop, it definitely looks more fantasy uh, charged okay. than right. um, kind of modern day zombie apocalypse kind of stuff mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. and again it's a single screen uh, shot of some concept art that doesn't really give much away just the fact that it looks fantasy-ish um, so yeah who knows when we'll see that one of these fucking days uh, so you we've go. got a
2: commented chat here saying Cyberpunk had people from Witcher 3 working on it too though <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's a really good game okay? don't know what you're talking about really looking forward to this one <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, good point. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure someone worked on Elden Ring that was from, from some other really shit game, so, mm. you know, the reverse is probably true as well. Um, so, yeah, anyways, moving along. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone 2. So, I didn't know this was on development, Grizz, but apparently it is. Um, okay. There's a few new features coming that have kind of leaked, uh, so... One of the features that's going to be coming along with this is the fact that you can interrogate players when you've downed them to reveal the locations of their teammates, which I think is pretty cool.
2: That's Fortnite. Do you know they do that in
0: Fortnite? Uh, apparently they also do it in Rainbow Six Siege, according to this, uh, Yeah,
2: you you can pick them up off the ground and shake them and it will show where the rest of the team is, yeah.
0: So I wonder if Fortnite also blindly stole that from Rainbow Six as well. Probably, probably, (laughs) probably did. Yeah. I think a lot of these games just harvest ideas from one another. I mean, remember when um, Apex Legends released and they had the ping feature and then everyone had a fucking
2: ping oh, feature? that's right, dude. That was groundbreaking for that, wasn't it? Was, it was, like, dude. It was nuts. Yeah. 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 Can you ping in uh, in Warzone? Can you ping in Warzone yeah, as well?
0: I think so. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, from memory,
2: pretty sure. I Dota, mean, Dota you, Dota you two, always Dota can't Dota be a battle royale. Dota 2 started royale. that, didn't they, Cap? Dota 2 started that. You've always been yeah. to ping in Dota. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right? Exactly. Dota 2 was the original... Original Battle Royale. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, some other features they've got. Grizzly is they're going to have some kind of tiered armor, armor vests system um, that seems to be kind of similar to stuff that's from Escape from Tarkov. So um, yeah, there you go. I don't know too much okay. about that, unfortunately. They're also bringing in pro perks. So the perks that you could get um, already in Warzone, they're going to be bringing in pro versions Um, now I think I missed something along in there somewhere. Um, oh, maybe I mixed up the, I think I mixed up the armor vest thing with, with bags. So anyways, they're going to have tiered bags and, and armor. Um, now the other thing they got, which I think is quite cool actually, um, is, uh, strongholds. And those pro perks are only found within strongholds. What are strongholds you ask Grizz? I hear you say. Um, well. According to Henderson, strongholds are scattered around the map and have objectives tied to them. The catch is that they are guarded by AI. Of course, there are a variety of rewards involved with strongholds beyond pro, uh, perks and killstreaks.
2: Fortnite has this as well, dude. There you go. Like, it's like PvE PvP. There'd be like an area guarded by guards and you've got to like kill the guards and get the keys and then go and unlock the, uh, <laughs> the chest to get the loot. But I like that. I like the, the fact that they're guarded by killstreaks is interesting. That's, that's yeah. quite interesting. That's cool. I like yeah.
0: that. So, well, there you go, dude. I mean, that's that's what's coming to Call of Duty Modern Siege <laughs> Fortnite 2 Warfare. Um, Does
2: Call of Duty Warzone 2, have there been any teasers of like uh, new graphics or anything, Cap? Can you see I Don't any-
0: think so. I think this is all purely just kind of leaks that have been coming out. But generally, a lot of Call of Duty leaks tend to be legit just because people can't keep their fucking mouth shut in that developer. So <laughs> mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens. Um, now, Grizz. Enough about fucking Warzone. More about this little multiverse fucking brawler game coming out. So okay. the multiverse closed alpha um, is coming soon uh, with a release time. Now, for those at home that are like, what are you talking about? Um, this is the Warner Brothers game that's basically... Smash Brothers. Um, So they've got heaps of characters. They got Bugs Bunny. They got Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, which is just bizarre. Batman, Shaggy. Um, They got Finn and um, the fucking yellow dog from um, Adventure Time. Um, Huh? Oh, Jake. Yeah. Sorry. I I don't. I don't watch this that fucking show. Um, uh, Wonder Woman. Um, uh, some kid with a star on his chest uh, Tom from Tom and Jerry um, I believe Scooby-Doo's probably floating around in there as well So all weird, wonderful, random fucking characters From all these weird and wonderful uh, TV shows Are going to be available to play Now, you can go and play the Alpha uh, By signing up, I believe uh, Some of the characters that you have access to are Batman and Shaggy um, and yeah, it looks like um, it looks like a side-scrolling roller game esque like Super Smash Brothers.
2: Damn, dude, imagine playing Scooby! I reckon that'd be sick.
0: Yeah, well, dude, apparently Shaggy goes Super Saiyan, which is just what the
2: is fuck. Is it implied that Shaggy's stoned all the time in the like? Is I that, was that don't implied? know. I think it yeah. probably
0: would be. I can't imagine how they get around that. Um, <laughs> but
2: yeah, Pab's got something to say. Yep. hundred yeah. percent,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think mm. they'd have to, but it's his whole shtick, right? Like, how do you just he's, ignore that? <laughs> yeah, he's got his combi bad, he's got his combi
2: bad and like... Yeah. Uh.
0: But yeah, it's the most random amalgamation of characters, but um, apparently the gameplay is pretty solid. So um, they've got all the classic kind of um, fighting game stuff that you'd expect, really good net code and all that kind of stuff and some pretty significant mm. um, devs working on the project. And yeah, apparently people are saying it's... Pretty fucking good. It's definitely a little bit different to Super Smash Brothers in how it sort of controls, but it's very similar in you're on a little stage and on that stage you've got platforms and stuff that you run around on and try and knock people off and into the oblivion and stuff. So there you cool. fucking go. Now, next uh, quick fire round. Uh, we've got a shitload of fires, but we're getting towards the end, fellas. Um, Marvel Snap is a speedy digital card game from former Hearthstone developers. Now Marvel Snap is from the MCU kind of universe. It uh, amalgamates a shitload of uh, MCU, um, you know, characters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all in different cards, and the Marvel Snap game, yeah, basically incorporates these cards. And there's a new nice. game coming to mobile. So looks pretty interesting, Grizz. Looks like um, rounds in Marvel Snap will take you about three minutes. Um, The devs in the developer um, thing kind of, it's very Mm -hmm. fast-paced. The kind of general structure of these games, for PvP anyway, is you have three lanes that you're managing all at one time. Mm -hmm. Your deck size is 12 uh, cards and you're putting cards into these different lanes um, and you're trying to win two out of the three lanes for victory. Now, to do that, apparently you're playing at roughly the same time. Um, and you're trying to earn Cosmic Cubes or something. I don't know fuck all about the MCU, so um, sorry if I get this shit wrong. Um, but, yeah, you're basically playing really fast, trying to get these points on the board, and then you can apparently double down if you think you're going to win a lane and kind of, like, double your bet kind of thing. And if you win the bet, you get double the points. and If you don't, you lose everything kind of thing. And it's um, yeah, it, Apparently it's, it's a really fast-paced sort of card, yeah. card CC, uh, TCG kind of game. Decks have Um,
2: 12 cards in them, apparently. There'll be over 150 unique cards. Yep.
0: Um, And alternate art, all that kind of good stuff. So if you're into that kind of thing. um, I don't know if they've released much information about the monetization of this, but I'd imagine it'll be fairly Hearthstone-esque where you just buy card packs and hope for the best. Um, So, yeah. um, If you're into that kind of CCG stuff, go and check it out. It looks pretty interesting. I watched uh, most of the developer blog um, the games look pretty pretty fast, pretty snappy. Um, and, yeah, so three minutes a pop for a round sounds pretty good. Um, I think it's kind of like the perfect amount of time, Grizz, because, you know, you, you kind of get into Hearthstone, and some Hearthstone games can go for a fair while. So I
3: Absolutely. think if the, yeah,
0: yeah. if the average time of a game in snap is about three minutes, I think, you know, you can quickly squeeze one of those in whilst you're waiting in line or you know just all kinds of stuff so I think they're, they're doing a good job of trying to um, steal as much of your free time as possible <laughs> so uh, very smart very smart
2: looks cool I like yeah. it
0: now, on the same topic of trading card games, Grizz, um, there's some new mechanics coming to the, uh, the Pokemon trading card game. Um, now, they are kind of going with... Uh, there's a new series coming out, which goes by the name of Trading Card Game Times Go, as in Pokemon Go. Um, so they're going to be featuring several new cards relating to the Pokemon Go mobile game, including Pokemon Stops, which are commonly seen around the world. Uh, but the interesting thing that they've got is this new Ditto mechanic Now, some cards come with a little Ditto icon on the card. And when you have that, you can peel the face off the card to reveal a Ditto behind it.
2: No. Yes. Now, the Ditto is
0: is a kind of uh, mimic Pokemon that can mimic the appearance of other Pokemon. So it's sort of leaning into that kind of idea of the fact that it's a mimic. So
2: it's actually a Ditto. Yeah, it's
0: literally, yeah. So if you find that little Ditto um, icon on the card, you'll peel that little sticker off the front and there's a ditto underneath, which oh is pretty my fucking
2: cool. God man, that is so cool. Yeah. I so, wonder if that's gonna make certain Pokemon cards worth a lot of money. Absolutely. So even in this yeah.
0: in this um particular um, article they're sort of saying that these these probably are gonna be worth a fair fucking bit. So mm. um yeah if you guys are into Look at the T C G Charizard know? Yeah uh, well I'm yeah correct. dude. Yeah. That might go mm-hmm. freaking bonkers. So it makes it, well. Um, it'd be interesting to see sort of which cards can be a ditto. Uh, presumably all of them, maybe, but um, mm-hmm. certain cards, I imagine, c- card combinations will probably be especially rare and especially dollar dollar bills. Y'all. So
2: what were you gonna yeah. say, Pav? I can see you. I,
3: I was just uh, gonna say I, I was reading a few articles as well, and like apparently um, a lot of uh, collectors are absolutely uh, reigning mayhem because they are stressing how they're going to even be able to collect these and like <laughs> collect value <Well>, thing? <laughs> like, do, do you <laughs> show it peeled, unpeeled? How do you do that? Oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I, you I, I would set?
0: assume you, you don't peel it right? You know it's a ditto because it has the icon
3: but will they have different ditto art?
0: Oh f-
2: Fuck,
3: dude! (laughs) The golden Ditto! You
2: gotta peel it. You have to peel it. Maybe maybe they peel halfway. Maybe I don't know. Can you get shiny Pokemon on TCG?
0: Can you get shiny? Yeah oh my There's, god so you, if you're trying to get a fucking shiny ditto you have to fucking peel all these cards off that is a nightmare
3: there, <laughs> there may there may not be a shiny ditto in the set but like there has there has been in
0: in some sets oh is. my god Dude, so like there him. is a shiny ditto though isn't there it's not i'm not just talking shit
3: i mean every pokemon has a shiny it's a blue yeah.
0: ditto oh yeah it's a blue ditto yep mm. true fucking story mm. well there you fucking go and ladies and gentlemen we have reached the end of the podcast That is it. That's everything. We squeezed it all in in an hour and 35 minutes, just a little bit over. Congratulations. Well done, everyone. Thank you so much. Good job, Gris. Good job, Pav. Appreciate your your hard work. Uh, But guys, thank you for being here today. If you are listening via the podcast, thank you so much for supporting us. We really appreciate it. If you want to listen to the podcast, all you've got to do is go to your favourite podcasting platform and search up Oceanic Gaming Radio. Uh, For those of you... Uh, the one on watch on Twitch, you can watch us live on Monday nights from 7 p.m. ish A.W.S.T. Um, unless we say otherwise, on the Twitter, which you can go and follow, and that's uh, just search up Oceanic Gaming Radio or look up at uh, OGR Show. You'll find us on Twitter. Now, if you'd like to help us out a little bit, we're going to shell. Uh, you can find us. Uh, have we lost Chris? Oh, he's, he's disappeared. Yeah. Uh, we you can go and find us on. Um, uh, on Patreon, go and check us out on Patreon. Go and help us out. Um, we're accepting donations. Um, we've got a few wonderful patrons currently. Uh, and if you'd like to continue to support the show, or if you'd like to support the show financially and help us out, you can do so. Just go and search for us on a Patreon. Uh, we're sharing Discord, uh, sorry, links in the Twi- uh, Twitch right now. Uh, and finally, on that note, we've also got uh, our Discord, which is flourishing and slowly blossoming uh, into a wonderful, beautiful tulip flower. Uh, we've got wonderful people in there so go and check it out um you can find it probably linked somewhere in our twitter perhaps i don't really know um also in the twitch chat uh so there's two possibilities uh or i think we have a link tree on our twitter so it's probably the best place to get shit um so get yeah all
2: there baby but yeah
0: one final thing from us guys we say it every week i'm going to say it again go and tell one person about this podcast uh and maybe they'll continue to listen to it
2: Sukai's so done his job we yeah, can see Spork that's new in yeah. here. Thank you, Suka. You've here. done your job. You get a tick, yeah. the rest of you yeah. guys. Everyone else, Caging um, run. you got
0: some work to fucking do. Alright? Right. Caging run, who are you <laughs> gonna bring in, mate? Alright? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anyways, uh but guys, thank you so much, and uh we'll catch you next time on Oceanic Gaming Radio, the podcast.
3: I don't have them, I don't
1: have them. <laughs> <laughs>